individuals in our celeb spotlight who are you doubling up as our south african doing great things we've got sarah kumalo and if you've heard the stories they do not do her justice she's an amazing spirit and we are discussing of course she is our hero as well and south african doing great things sarah thank you so much for joining us and welcome uh, thank you for having me so you are thought of as many things as I mentioned, and um, I can't imagine. You told me that you're going back to work on Tuesday, and <laughs> yeah. and you only you got back on Monday. And I mentioned to you that it feels like you've been doing this your whole life. Where did this journey start? Um, this really started in 2012 with uh, Kilimanjaro. Um, we the five of us went and climbed Kilimanjaro and raised money for a home in Benoni. Mm. Um, and and after that, look, I enjoyed the climb. It wasn't easy. Summit night for me amongst the five was was hectic. I had altitude sickness, but I, I summited, you know, and, and I really enjoyed it. And we were able to make a difference in the process. Um, and, and one of the kids, when we were handing over the um, outdoor gym and, and the library, the room that we renovated, made a comment that made me realize that, you know, they, they actually think people like them can make a difference, can mm -hmm. do what we, we just did. And I wanted to do more. So I then set my eyes on the seven summits um, and uh, called the project um, Summits with a Purpose. It started mm. with seven summits with a purpose and now it's summits with a purpose. And every time I climb, I try and raise money towards education mm. um, through the Mandela Libraries and uh, now the Dr. Tandi Foundation, which mm. um, educates orphans from primary school all the way up to university. So there's many ways to catalyze this kind of uh, movement and this type of initiative. Why mountain climbing exactly? Because you saw s all these obstacles yeah. and you literally took it physically. You're not summiting mountains is going to be my thing. Why did you choose this specific activity itself? I think it's probably by accident. Um, I mean, Kilimanjaro was a, a bucket list item and um, I enjoyed it. And then we happened to raise money and I thought, you know, I had fun with it. Why not do it? I love hiking as well. Mm. Um, and that's almost like the next level mm. um, of, of hiking, really. How difficult is it? And the preparation itself, you've been away for... Two months, roughly. About, yeah. So I'm, I'm sh the, the, the time it took, what does it take to be able to climb a mountain? I've heard some of the stories and of course yeah. it's, it's a huge challenge and it's taxing on the body, the spirit, yeah. the mind, the soul. I can't imagine the type of <laughs> attributes you need yeah. to be able to climb Mount Everest. Yeah. Well, how do you need to prepare yourself in all those aspects and how long does it take? Um, it depends, but but for me, it's it's um, training started really in uh, 2013 when I set my eyes on uh, on the seven summits. Um, the first time I went on to Everest, which is in 2014, um, was um, I had done a lot of um, gym work. Mm. Really, mm. Um, I don't think I was ready. You know? <laughs> <laughs> is it like a boot camp? Is it? Uh, I'm sorry, it's a shock to the system. That kind yeah. of readiness for your body to go from maybe, presumably, a, a work. We sit most of the time in as an office workers, yeah. etc., yeah. in corporate environments, yeah. to this whole in individual uh, who's able to breathe at those high altitudes. We'll just get into those <laughs> figures. But wh what kind of did your body go to? Did it start shouting at you like, no, don't do this? It's crazy. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I think over time you, you get used to it. Okay. Um, I mean, I started with um, training once a day and I could now train twice a day. Okay. I could train every day, you know, um, just change mm. um, between cardio, okay. strength training and so forth. A lot of hiking, being able to 
to hike mm. long distances, I mean, between 30 to 40 kilometers on two consecutive days or three consecutive days um, as mm. part of training. So how would a, a typical day start and what time would it start and what diet do you eat in the morning, what do you eat for lunch and, and, and for supper? Um, oh, okay, breakfast, I can tell you, <laughs> lunch and supper varies. Um, so generally, I start off at, I stay in Johannesburg, I work in Pretoria, so I start off at around five o'clock. Mm-hmm. I train from six to about six, six thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, shower at the office and up uh, for meetings the whole day. Um, and uh, if I'm training in the afternoon, then I, I do something maybe after five. Mm. Um, then obviously go check on the kids and stuff. Mm. Um, but um, if I don't do it weekends, then you train obviously for longer. Then I do like running. I used to cycle. Um, okay. I don't I don't cycle anymore. Um, but I do a lot of um, almost like long distance trail running, road running, and so forth. Let's so. talk about the food, yeah, because yeah. I mean, winter is one of the best times. I know I'm yeah. my mom is a caterer, and um, yeah. one of the best things I know how to do is cook rich, hearty stews. <laughs> I'm sure that's not part of the diet, it it's obviously includes much more nutritious versions in that aspect. Yeah. What does yeah. the food look like of your typical mountain climber? So, well, I, I actually I train hard, so I eat whatever I want, actually. <laughs> Like that. But um, <laughs> yeah, but mornings generally oats are good, okay. um, especially when I'm doing like a long run or something um, mm. hectic, um, because it's it's filling and um, takes you mm. quite a while. And uh, during lunchtime, when everyone is eating maquinas and achas and uh, various chicken meals, generally <laughs> I do salads. Okay. Um, okay, okay. And um, maybe something a little heavy mm. and uh, mm. something light um, in in the okay. evening. Yeah. All right, and then um, we know that, of course, uh, uh, you said that it 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 it, it it's uh, now it is up to us to take it to the next level. And I'm hoping someone yeah. picks up the baton and does something amazing because okay. I don't know. If you can, in, in inspiring people like this, yeah. I can't imagine what it means for children. Um, the, the type of people who you've connected with, how has it felt? What has the reception been like since your return? Um, well, overwhelming. Um, what is nice about this journey is that, you know, it's not about everybody getting up there and trying to go to Everest. So, guys, mm. it's quite crowded. Easy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's about people um, finding really their own Everest wherever they are. You know, it's 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 that project that you're working on where you're banging your head and you're thinking, "Let me walk away." That uh, you need to go back to and um, you know, um, just push a little harder, try um, and learn from what hasn't worked previously and mm. how you can do it differently. Um, and and people have connected with that. You know, um, it's it's not about let's go climb, but if climbing is your thing. I would love that. I've, I struggled finding information on climbing, so I'm, I'm happy to share the little that I know mm. so that there's more of us out there. It's a, it's a cheaper sport. It's mm. not like the gym. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's um, a few hills around that you can just go climb and come okay. back, you know. And what lessons have you learned? Because we know that this isn't your yeah. first attempt. Um, mm. This is a journey you said started in 2012? Yes. What lessons have you learned? I'm sure... Somewhere along the way, there were things tugging at you. There was distractions. Uh, We talked about how easily distracted we can become and succumb Mm. to those distractions and build them up to be properly excuses. Yeah. So what lessons have you learned? I I think not giving up is is quite a big one. Um, And and the fact that anything is possible if we persevere and and we keep trying. Um, and, And, you know... 
life doesn't mm. have to be easy mm. you know uh, we just it's not about how hard we fall it's how we get up and and, and move on and go on to to the next thing mm. it's also about leadership and and teamwork mm. you know um, i think a lot of what well, i couldn't do everest on my own i needed a shape i needed um leadership such as what i had in nohana this time um it's it's knowing when to depend on other people and when to depend on you and it's knowing how to be ready for the mm. tax, task at hand you know mm. how to play the air game when you need to play the air game you sound like you, you are very you sound like a very inspiring executive at a successful company <laughs> i would ask where you work but those are the attributes that you need and measuring leadership yeah. uh, with the ability also to take advice i think is a key thing Absolutely. of some of the best leaders would you say that um, your journey especially uh, during and after has inspired you and in in terms of leadership it's yeah. the, we we often get told that there's a leadership vacuum but mm. we all individually as citizens have a responsibility to be part of something bigger than ourselves how Absolutely. do you measure what you just said that ability to lead with the humility to take advice um i i think first of all it's it's something that i've learned um through all the the hustle if I may call it that that I've done uh, mm-hmm. in uh, <laughs> um in climbing I think there is definitely a leadership um, mm. uh, vacuum in in many places um and I always say to to my team there's just too many bosses and very few leaders mm. and, and I think oh, I like that. um it, it's it's important for us to actually teach the next generation how to be leaders so that uh, this crisis mm. is not persistent let's talk about that too many bosses and too few leaders <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about that. Um because um I, I like the idea that you're not your position because the yeah. positions are very temporary things. Absolutely. Can we talk about that aspect of what what exactly do you mean because uh, uh, the idea of wielding power itself may be greater mm-hmm. than the actual experience. Yeah. So how how do you become what, what, that discernment between a boss and a leader itself? I I think a boss like you rightfully pointed pointed out it's it's about the position. It's about giving instruction. Whereas a leader is about growing um the people that you have is mm. about identifying their strengths and sometimes they can be they can have strengths that you 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 don't have mm. you know it, it's about growing that and and playing for the team mm. rather than for an individual mm. um i think yeah it's 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 knowing when even though you have a higher position in a, in a particular mm. space um that you can take a back row and give a junior person the front row because they are stronger in that in that respect you mm. know and that's a, an incredible attribute to have and we we, we of course you this overnight success and you've become an overnight celeb uh, as well <laughs> it, it can i can't believe i can't imagine how it feels but um just who is sarah first yeah. of all before we get into the the whole everything that's coming towards you deservedly yeah. so after four years and this incredible journey who's sarah um well, I'm 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 a daughter. <laughs> oh she's enjoyed in studio by Marco Valle yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a daughter. I'm 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 a mother uh, of two boys. Um I am I'm an executive. I'm a sister. I'm one of uh, um seven girls. Um and yeah. Mm. I'm proudly South African. Mm, I love that. And <laughs> you talked about competing itself and um uh My, my my conductor and one of my friends said to me that competing is not a good thing 
Yep. And um, he to- he he went to the states, and just the culture of music in America and the mm-hmm. choirs there—they have such a high level. It's it's become a part of them. It's for culture. It's for passion, and they don't yeah. compete. <coughs> and, I, and I thought that, but you need competition and all that kind. Of, no, competition is not the idea. Mm-hmm. It's about uplifting each other, um, empowering each other, yep. and of course, iron sharpens iron. How would you say? And and I love what, what you said that it's mm-hmm. crowded at the top um, mm-hmm. and it's not a competition. Yeah. You were driven by passion. You're driven yeah. by purpose. A lot of people drive themselves, but they never find fulfillment mm-hmm. in what they do. Maybe it's because mm-hmm. of the wrong reasons and competing itself. Yeah. How, what would you say, especially to young children who are in schools, who have aspirations and dreams, what advice would you give about com- competition and competing? I think for me, uh, what has worked, especially with this uh, specific expedition, it was, uh, was competing with my yesterday. You know, um, Previously, when I went on Everest, I looked at other people, they walked faster, I wanted to walk faster. And this time it was, I don't know how they trained. I don't know what their game plan is to get to the summit. I stayed with my game plan, but knowing where the summit is, um, for example, we were told to get to the summit within 12 hours, and if we didn't, we, we had to return, unless mm. if we're 10 minutes from the summit. Mm. Um, so it's it's really walking at my own pace and making sure that I used everything that I had learned from the previous expeditions. Mm. Um, I think as long as you compete with... Uh, um, what you were the previous day or the previous time that you tried something to make sure you're better um it's it's actually a better thing than trying to compete with with other people mm-hmm. but it also depends on what sport it is mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you can't say that about um, soccer as an example you you have to compete with the other people so it depends on what you're doing but i think the core is being if you are trying to be better than you were yesterday definitely it's a, it's a winnable game that you play if you'd like to uh, talk to Sarah Kumalo, just she's so inspiring. Please do call in on O double one eight eight three O seven O two. Taking your SMSs on three one seven O two as well. Also taking your WhatsApps, and we can call you back if you're struggling. We know a data is also a summit we haven't quite <laughs> climbed yet. <laughs> on O seven two seven O two one seven O two. Call Late Night Talk on 011-883-0702. If you've just joined us, uh, you are listening to a discussion. Of course, it's our segment, Who Are You? Celeb Spotlight on Feature doubled up as our South African doing great things. We are in conversation with Sarah Kumalo. Of course, she's returned home to a hero's welcome. And the reception, as she said, is overwhelming. And one of our listeners is curious, asking, uh, Sarah, how much money have you raised for the children? That's from Rory. Um, so Rory, for um, the Mandela Libraries project, we've uh, raised just over almost 800,000 rands. Wow! Um, that's about four libraries. That's um, We've put three in Gauteng and one in KZN. Um, but for this particular expedition, we raised about um, 135,000 rand. That's before I landed. That's the figure I was given. So it's probably more. But there is still more that we can do, really, because um, taking one child through a university for the Dr. Tandy Foundation, it's mm. about 120,000 rands for mm. one child. And we've got seven. Um, so oh, we've wow. only sponsored one child. So there's more. 
there's some summits that we need to do still. <laughs> yeah. And um, just, uh, of course, um, we are asking, at what age did you start training? That's from uh, Langa in Foster. <laughs> interesting that's, question. That's actually interesting. I started climbing when I turned 40, actually. Mm. Yeah. And then um, with regards uh, to uh, the, the longevity that you've needed and inspiration yeah. behind it, I'm sure there were many times some people say that um, getting up during winter is a 12-step program oh, yeah. on its own. Absolutely. <laughs> but what kept you going, Sarah? To, uh, and it's, it's always lovely to talk about the successes, yeah, but can we yeah. also talk about the challenges? Yeah. What did you say to that voice that said, ah, the snooze button sounds like a great <laughs> idea today, Sarah? I, I think the fact that um, I saw... Um, what happens in the mountain when you're not trained? You know, uh, if if you are on the mountain and you're well trained, you you have fun, you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and also the fact that my climbs are bigger than just me climbing. It's it's uh, it's about the charities that I'm trying to mm-hmm. raise money for. It's about the people that have believed in me. It's about the time that I've sacrificed not being with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and you actually want to give yourself the best shot. Mm-hmm. Um, you wake up. I mean. Um, I know that sometimes I run when it's it's raining, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you maybe go to the treadmill if you if it's raining too much, but mm-hmm. you, you do something, mm-hmm. you know, um, just to make up for the time. Can you tell us uh, more about? You mentioned your two sons, and I yeah. can't imagine now you are a celebrity. They're probably like mom. <laughs> so you said um, how old are they? Um, twenty-one and sixteen. Twenty-one and sixteen. Yeah. What? How do they feel? And um, what? 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 How, what? What's the new changes at oh, mom? You're a celebrity now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, it's, it's actually not like that. I, I know that before I came, they, they I was being quizzed on the phone whether it's me or not because they were <laughs> <laughs> they thought somebody's been is pranking them, um, but. Um, nothing has really changed mm. you know it's um, same old mom the, yeah it's same old <laughs> same old um, and, and pushing them mm. one of the most beautiful thing that I saw when I came down my my son he, mm. he thinks Facebook is for old people but anyway <laughs> he sent me a message which says um, some may think that you're an overnight success but those who know mm. um, how much you work to know you know That's amazing. and I thought that that was um, interesting because then he can see how much work I've put in and mm. I'm hoping that that shows him that he shouldn't take anything for granted. He must work for what he needs. Mm, and that's and what kind of legacy would you like to leave one day uh, when people talk about Sarah Kumala? How would you like to be remembered? Well, as uh, somebody that uh, could persevere, uh, pushed and maybe left uh, the world just a little bit better than she found it, mm. you know. And what does the future look like? I mean, uh, with all these accomplishments, and uh, yeah. I'm sure there's so many, you've got interviews lined up until December. No. <laughs> what does the future look not. like for you besides <laughs> returning to the office to a hero's um, welcome? I'm putting pressure on them. I hope you get streamers and everything you deserve <laughs> in the office, but maybe a bit of rest as well. Um, absolutely. Um, I think, uh, well, first of all, there is still mountains that I need to climb. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm doing the seven summits and hoping to do the two poles, so, okay. which is a grand slam. Um, I'm hoping to obviously plan for the next climbs that I have uh, and also to advocate for funds for mm. the projects that I'm working on, which is uh, the Dr. Tandi Foundation as well as um, um, the Mandela Libraries project. Mm. 
Uh, but more importantly, just spending time with the boys. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about yeah. dreams earlier. Yes. And um, of course, I'm a late bloomer myself. A lot of the things yeah. um, tend to happen when you hear people. And I love I love what your son said about mm. mom. They think that this is this came overnight, but yeah. you worked for so long for it. Yeah. What would you say to people who maybe think that um, it's time, their dreams have, are, are they've foregone the time, there's a time yeah. limit on them. What would you say to those people about maybe rekindling those passions and living their passions i think um dare to dream you know that that's my thing and and it's not one of the things when i started which is still on my website i keep saying i need to change it to say is that i said i'm an ordinary african woman you know um but one of the things in this journey that i've discovered i think we are all extraordinary mm. we choose to be ordinary mm. so i think it's just going back to who you are and 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 pushing really um there is a lot of naysayers people that don't understand your dream they don't have to if you push hard enough they'll start cheering you once mm. you succeed so i love your positive energy but yeah. um also i think it's important to, to to understand how you deal with the negativity yeah. how do you deal with the naysayers how do you because i think the biggest naysayer also comes from within yeah yeah um, at times that that happens um i i I'll, i'll give you an example on the 8th of um, august 2016 i fell off my mountain bike and i ended up in in mill park in a coma for three weeks and i, and I woke up mm. and i was like oh i can't climb anymore and then i checked and i thought i started walking mm. and i started running so mm. i think i woke up end of august i started walking in september started running in October mm. and I had an entry for the Soweto Marathon and I went and ran. Mm. I did more than oh, five wow. hours, but I finished <laughs> it <laughs> mm. um, in um, five, five hours 30. And, and it's just saying where there's, um, mm. there's a wheel, there's a way. Mm. You know, I, I think you need to just keep pushing. And, and everyone, I have, I had before I went back to Everest this time, so many um legit excuses mm. not to go back mm. um but you choose whether you use them or you actually just push for the goal Nimrod would like to thank you I mean rather congratulate you in Kempton Park would you thank be you. interested in talking to him Nimrod good evening Hi hi Sia welcome Okay so uh, this is Nimrod I do not know if you remember me Nimrod uh, you yeah I think I do Yeah Nimrod from Kempton Park I uh, really really You have made me so proud. I'm so Thank proud you. of you. Uh, I feel so motivated. And, you know, sometimes you look at life and you think things are impossible. Yeah. With your story, I think I can do something uh, pulling from your your success of climbing Mount Everest. Thank you so much, Nimrod. I appreciate your um, kind uh, words. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Right. Yeah, you've inspired so many South Africans out there, okay. Sarah. And uh, but you do say that the more needs to be done. Where can Absolutely. we and and one of the things that we are all guilty of is not paying attention. Where yeah. can we support more if there are people who are listening right now yeah. who'd like to partner with who are they and uh, where yeah. can they find you? I think it to be it'll be great. Uh, uh, I have a, a Facebook page which is called Summits with a Purpose. Um I do support um the Mandela Libraries as well as the Dr. Tandi Foundation. All these are to do with education and literacy. Uh it is my 
there's a quote that says if you want to plant for one year, plant rice or plant maize. For 10 years, plant trees. But if you want to plant for 100 years, you must educate the children. So we need to actually do something about our education. And this is my small way of doing it. And if you want to participate and help me, please go and donate and let's make a difference. Let's talk to Tom in Phosphorus. Tom, good evening. Good evening. How are you and how is the hero? Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm not sure if I'm a hero, but thank you. I'm, I'm fine. How are you doing? No, I'm very well. You are the hero. You inspire us. I just wanted to know what you see somebody like me who's 38 years old. I feel like it's impossible for me to even try and mount to the mountain. Um... What what is it that you can do? You mean? No, actually, I've been following the issues of climbing the mountain. Yes. I wanted to try, but I feel like maybe it's too late because of my age. No, I I don't think it's too late. I think you you start with baby steps. Um, start with the hikes. Um, around the neighborhood, start with the hikes around. Um, maybe trails in your area and uh, and see how that goes before you can go to the next level. I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, I think it is. Starting small, I think maybe I'll try that in my things. I'm really, really interested. Thanks for the advice. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a good evening. Yeah, that's Tom and Foster. As I mentioned, he mentioned, first of all, his age is 38. Oh, and wow. He's, asking, he's very young. Yeah. <laughs> He said to you, when should he start? Is it too late uh, for him and all those kind of things? No, absolutely not. It's never too late. I mean, the, the oldest uh, um, person that we went to base camp with was um, 74. And he did make it to base camp. So it's never too late. I think you just get up and uh, take one step after the other. Sarah, it's been an absolute pleasure talking yeah. to you and an honor. And um, thank you so much for your time. Thank, thank you. you for your insights and thank you for inspiring the nation. It's a time really where we need people like you. And thank you for moving it beyond just your own individual pursuits. Yeah. It's something that has resonated with a lot of South Africans. All the best. Much appreciated. Have a good evening. Cheerio. Okay.